Hey, what's up, people? This is Gary A. Swaby, and I'm here with Mr. Jake James Luger. How are you doing? Hey, Gary. Good to see you. Welcome to E3 2017. It's already started, even though it was Saturday, and it's technically Sunday morning when we're recording this, but uh, still, shit has started, which is crazy. Yeah, and we're actually recording from our hotel room before we venture out to the convention center. But um, I wanted to recap the EA press conference with you because you was there in attendance. Mm -hmm. Um, The rest of us hadn't reached LA yet. We were still on the airplane and stuff. But um, yeah, so like, how was the actual venue and getting into the press conference? Because I know last year we had some difficulties with getting in there. We didn't even manage to get in. So how was it this time around? So overall, uh, last year was a disaster. I mean, we talked about we were there like last year, and we we did a whole uh, co-op like a reaction to it. So this year, luckily, you know, all the best luck in the world. Things were the opposite of that. Things were the complete opposite. It was a lot more chill. It was a lot more easier to get inside. Uh, the the venue it was down in Hollywood specifically. I mean, or at least not Hollywood Boulevard, but more like Sunset Boulevard, where they had like a nice view, of, like the Hollywood sign and everything. But the, the area itself was pretty big. They had a lot of space. Uh, they had like different like sections like you know divided up by the different games that they were talking about and that they were going to show and have people play but before we even got to any of that we were once I got there I walked inside I was able to like check my bags in and stuff and then we went straight inside to go get seats for the conference for EA Plays Live conference and I was on the side I didn't get like dead center because like by the time I got there there was already so many people already in the room but I was able to get onto the side and I still had a good view of the stage and everything else so overall I mean as far as like the venue itself it was cool when we finally after the conference even though we'll, we'll go back to the conference like when I was able to play the games I, I only got to play one game specifically which was Battlefront 2 uh, and the reason being is because there was a lot of people there and just there was lines to wait on even as media you still had to wait on lines in order to go play stuff but uh, it, it was still like spacious enough where you could like walk around and just see everything I mean they had uh, Battlefront they had Need for Speed stuff there they had uh, Madden they had FIFA they had a whole bunch of stuff and then they had food trucks for everybody just to chill Okay, yeah, that's that's important right there. At least they had the food trucks. Oh god, no, that's a man that's a mandatory thing. If you don't got food trucks, don't even bother coming to E three. Just like wrap it up, pack it in, just go home. <laughs> Indeed. So yeah, let's talk about the conference itself then. So um you said they s I didn't actually watch it, but you said they started off with Madden, I believe. Yeah, they, they started off mostly with their sports games. Uh they had Madden and they had NBA Live. NBA Live was like more sort of like the middle stuff, but they had FIFA, they had uh, Madden, uh and one of the comments things between those two games or those two series was their story mode which is like their their main campaign which is I guess you create your own character or you play take on the role of a particular character that just doesn't exist in in the grand scheme of stuff and you play out through whatever cinematic story you're going to go through which I thought was interesting uh, it, it's a neat little thing that they're doing now this time around and funny enough NBA Live doesn't have that NBA Live has the one uh, campaign which is just you get to choose either do all your accomplishments and your uh, trials and tribulations through the the league itself, the M- the actual NBA, or you take it to the street so you get more into street ball, and it's a totally different type of culture or way and approach to the game of basketball, uh, but not as cinematic from what I saw compared to Madden and what's going on with FIFA, which I think they really went all out with Madden, and I think they really went all out with FIFA because they had a whole presentation there with those two guys that were, uh, I guess, their commentators or their their content creators. I don't really watch their stuff where they they're really into to, to football, or at least the game of soccer, you know, elsewhere in the world. 
Okay, so do you think that will make a difference to NBA Live? Like, do you think maybe that's something they should do, like, to approach the story mode, like, and put more of a focus on it? I think they're late to the party. I, I think that if if they were ever going to do that, they should have did it now alongside everything else because then that would have been the common theme amongst all the sports games for EA because a lot of people, I think it's already that 2K, uh, NBA 2K has already done that at one point, or at least, you know, in some form or fashion, not in the same vein, but a lot differently than what I'm seeing with Live because at least Live it looks like a choose your own adventure book when all these other games are trying to tell a novel right okay so yeah that was all the sports stuff um did you have anything to say about need for speed or did you care for it you know, that presentation at first ended up almost being whack i'll just i'll tell you that i'll say that and I'm, I'm goofing on the guy now but the the content creator that they got out there he looks like he was really nervous and then as soon as the the producer for the game came on he just did this quick save so that, that was pretty funny but uh need for speed looks fine i mean i need i still need to see more i think that was gameplay from my understanding or at least from what i gather from it but uh, again with some of these things especially during the presentation sometimes it's really a little hard to tell unless like they outright flat out tell you like that but uh it looks cool i mean eventually i'll see more like that i mean there was better games that were shown at the show though okay cool so yeah let's get into um some of the other types of games that they showed so they had a way out which i believe is a co-op game that focuses on escaping prison and stuff so what did you think of that when you saw it for the first time fun fact that's done by the same guy or at least the same grouping of people that did brothers to tell uh was it yeah the brothers i was on ps4 that, okay. that, that people got the same person or at least same lead developer uh and uh it looks interesting it, it reminds me heavily of Prison Break. That was the first thing everybody thought of, oh, yeah. at least everybody in the audience was thinking when they saw it. One of the things that I'm a little bit hung up on, and again, I need to see more and I need to get explained more to me about it, is that it's co-op only. That means that you have to play it split-screen co-op or you have to play it online co-op. Now, I don't know if it's going to be split-screen while you're online like that. That would kind of make no sense. But the reason why I say like I'm a little hung up on this is because usually when you play a story like a game like an Uncharted, like a game like a Horizon or a gravity rush etc you want to be able to absorb that story like that and sometimes not all games but at least most games that are very narrative driven they're not really focusing on co-op experiences like that because you don't get the same type of level of absorption that you get of that story when you're playing with another person or at least you're paying attention to the online uh component of the game you're not going to absorb that story yourself that at least for me whenever i play a game that's narratively driven i like to play it alone and i like to absorb whatever's going on so i'd be curious if this actually stays co-op only like that because I know that's a big component of the game and that's like what really everything revolves around it's to working together to accomplish goals or whatever you're going to do in that game or in the story but I would love to know if maybe down the line they implement just a solo only version of that game where you just choose a role one of the one of the characters that they have in there I forgot their names but there's there's two guys that are trying to work together uh, was it breaking out of prison and do other stuff afterwards when they're out but I would be curious to see if they actually allow you to just choose one of them and then go about that side of the story even though you won't get to see like you know how like the split screen like cinematics are and things like that but who knows at this point it's still early it looks cool a lot of people are very curious about it yeah i mean i think it's pretty cool it's like a, it's a it's an interesting concept that we haven't really seen in a long time um kane and lynch comes to mind when i think yes. of co-op games so i mean it's pretty cool to have army of two another, army of two yeah, is another army one too yeah yeah that's another one yeah so uh moving on they also teased anthem which is a bioware game which is uh, gonna IP. be yeah new ip we're gonna see more of that today at the microsoft conference but um from what you saw for 
the first time. Uh, what did you think of that teaser trailer? I think it was the wrong time to have it. Everybody's in unison. I was watching, looking at social media. I was watching some videos. Everybody says like, why would you show that now if it's going to be a Xbox Scorpio reveal, or at least you know, or at least that's what it's believed is going to be a game on Xbox Scorpio because they were talking about that a lot before they actually said it was the new Bioware IP. And uh, I, I agree with everybody. Like now was not the time to show that. Uh, show it during when we finally know a little bit more about what Scorpio is because we didn't really get much out of this tease. I mean, we we know the name of the game. It seems very sci-fi, like because it's Bioware and uh, Bioware loves sci-fi stuff. Uh, and a lot of people have said like compared it to things like you know borrowing elements from Destiny, borrowing elements from uh, a little bit of Dragon Age, or even just borrowing elements from Mass Effect, you know, their previous game. And that's fine, but I don't really get any of that in the trailer other than that it looks sci-fi. It has to deal with monsters. There's a wall apparently. Everything's got to have a big wall now. That's like really menacing and stuff and teases. But uh, it, it, it's just fun. I mean, we'll know more when we're at Microsoft. I feel like we're going to get a lot more clarity with that. But as far as this now with that, there's nothing to go on. Yeah, I think impact-wise, it would have been way better to just show show it for the first time at the Microsoft conference. Like it would have like left a bigger a bigger mark, I think. Um, but yeah, definitely interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing more about that. But uh, let's move on to you know the main event of the EA conference, yeah, right. uh, which is Battlefront Two. Now they actually said that they didn't um, they didn't want to show the other Star Wars game that they're working on because this year is all about Battlefront Two. So did you get a sense that you know this was their you know megaton for the year kind of thing like their megaton release maybe I, I think there's a lot more to that I think just maybe you know people were had expectations to see the Amy heading visceral Star Wars game and I just don't think it's ready because we've seen it uh, like I was talking with some people and like we've seen like little tidbits of it and it looked cool and I was like yo what what is that but I don't I just don't think it's ready and I bet you that if we don't see it this week at E3 we probably see it at PSX if not later in the was it late in the year into next year something like that but uh as far as like Battlefront is concerned, and Battlefront looking now, fun fact, footage of it leaked out like early that morning when I was coming into LA. Like I was on the plane, I was watching the footage that there was there, and it wasn't really representative too much of like what I was seeing. I mean, I got a sense like it was really the same thing, same map, same uh, faction, same heroes and stuff, and it looked cool. Now, f- finally seeing the official reveal where it was in the context of everything they were going to present, but also getting a being able to play it. I got a chance to play one match, one full match matchup of Star Wars Battlefront 2 and I got to use the Separatist Army, the CIS, the Droid Army against the clones and the way they do it is kind of almost scenario based where it's very similar to the AT-AT Assault Walker, Walker Assault from the previous Battlefront game where like the, at least in this, in the game that I played, the the, the Droid Army is supposed to be attacking Naboo or to, no, atta- attacking Thede, I'm sorry, that's the plan, it was called Assault on Thede and, or Skirmish on Thede and you have to push this droid tank that's just dropping units further along into the city or the area that you have to go to and you have to breach a certain building which is like a palace and once you get through that then you have to capture specific points and the opposing team has to stop you from doing that which is the clone army they have to stop you from doing stuff like that they have to stop you from bringing the tank over and just destroy it and different things it's a lot of back and forth but it's kind of played in like three sections so the first start is where the battle begins you're outside you're pushing into feed 
the second part of the battle is like you already just breached the palace you're trying to capture specific points then the third part is capturing the throne room I believe it was now in the game I played we lost we literally got to the very end and we ran out of uh, reinforcements funny enough each side has a finite amount of reinforcements and that adds a whole other element to the objectives and like again you have to be smart about what you're doing you can't just willy nilly like in the previous Battlefront games just run out and just not contribute like that it's, it's going to be a lot more detrimental to your team this time around because you only have so many respawns or everybody shares the amount of respawns that you could do as you get more objectives you gain reinforcements which is cool but everybody says to work together in that regard now there's other elements to it they're going bringing back the class system like if you remember in the yeah. previous Battlefront game you were able to make your loadout now, you can still have some level of customization to your loadouts, but the classes, the assault, uh, heavy, uh, sniper, specialist, officer, all those different types of classes from old school Battlefront games like Battlefront 1 and Battlefront 2 on PS2 levels of stuff, that's, they brought that element back, and people love it. From what I saw, people love it. I thought it was a good, nice touch. Uh, the way that they implement heroes, vehicles, and like special units and stuff, depending on how well you do, you gain points. Even if you just damage people or if you heal people or if you capture points, you start gaining points contribute to your skill and you could use the, once you get a certain amount of points you could actually spend it on different types of units you could do so you could for every like 5,000 I think you could become a hero or a specific hero that you, they have available for that map whether it's like in my case I got to play as Darth Maul at one point which is cool and the, the heroes are ridiculously OP because their abilities are just ridiculous but uh, at some point I even got to play as a super battle droid I got to use a tank uh, you could spend points to use the starfighters you could put bring them into like the actual uh, was it uh, land map but you'll be floating up kind of like in the previous game now funny enough they did say there is going to be uh, space battles they didn't show it to us they didn't have us play it or anything like that which I don't think it's ready at this point uh, we didn't get to play the campaign we only saw obviously the little hints of the campaign we know what it's going to be about and it sounds cool and I think it's great uh, they have other little adjustments here and there about the game that make it feel like classic Battlefront while still implementing what worked in the last EA Battlefront game so overall, I'm pretty happy with it. There's a beta coming up. And I believe it's in July at one point. Right. And uh, that's going to be fun. It's going to be the same exact map that we're playing now at E3. So everybody that's listening to this now, you know, if you're really excited about it, you're going to be playing exactly what I play now by the time the beta comes out. Awesome. So would you say that um, this Battlefront is a lot more content-packed? Like than the the previous game because it, the the problem with the first Battlefront game that released two years ago was that like there didn't seem to be enough content to keep you playing. So would you say they fixed that problem with this one? Yeah, when I originally reviewed the first Battlefront game for us, I that didn't bother me as much until over time. I feel like that caught on with everybody because there was no single player story. There was only like the co-op missions and things like that. Uh, that that happened over time because we all thought we were gonna play Battlefront a lot longer than what we actually did. That's why, again, made, people started to change up, uh, have a change of heart about that. But as far as now, this looks like it's going to be very meaty. Again, they got the single-player campaign, which is going to be a Star Wars campaign that's going to matter, which is going to be awesome. Uh, they have space battles. They have the split-screen missions. They have the skirmishes, which is like classic Battlefront. Just set up your matches and just go like that. Then you got the online play and anything else that we haven't heard of yet. I'm pretty sure they haven't revealed everything to us. I mean, they're talking about it a lot. Uh, oh, big thing that I have to mention that they, they really made a point to tell everybody free DLC 
free updates. Oh, yeah. So free maps, new heroes, free heroes. Uh, Finn, John Boyega's character is coming, and also Captain Phasma. It's going to be the first part, uh, first uh, grouping of DLC. That's going to be awesome. Um, and and just free updates along the way, free weapons and stuff like that as it goes along. So you're going to at least have a consistent amount of content throughout the year, past when the Last Jedi comes out this uh, the end of this year, and even when we get into next year where it's the Han Solo movie. I'm pretty sure they're going to do a whole special thing with each thing that comes out that's Star Wars related and implemented into EA Star Wars Battlefront too. Cool, that's great to hear. So, yeah, to all those people listening, definitely leave your thoughts, your comments down below, and we will get to them. We'll read them all. But, yeah, for now, look out for more content from us as the days go on. Um, Hopefully, we'll be doing some impressions after the Microsoft conference as well, so definitely look out for that. But for now, uh, we're going to say goodbye. All right. You excited? Oh, I'm I'm hyped. I'm ready. Uh, Mike, the the question is, is Microsoft ready for me? Because I'm going there to be judgmental. (laughs) I'm going in there with with a critical eye and stuff, as we all are and stuff. But it's going to be fun. So hopefully you guys listen to this, you know, stand by because we got a lot more content. The week is still young. We still got a whole bunch of stuff to do for E3 2017. Oh, yeah. We got a lot. So, yeah, uh, take care, guys. We'll be back soon. Good. What would you think? Cool.